0: there's a lot of dead air when you're on Are
1: the- you kidding me right now? Sometimes No way, I can't get a word in edgewise.
2: Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Just having a little domestic dispute here between uh, between not, the Bombays. Not true. Not a big deal. Tegan's in a full-on sweatsuit oh, uh, yeah. getup over here with sandals. Costco
1: yeah. and toque, because oh. I have greasy hair.
2: All right, Richard sure. here. Don't care, <laughs> don't care. And uh, Matt's in a beautiful black uh, T-shirt.
1: Denver Hayes.
2: Denver Hayes. Come yeah. On.
1: Classic fit.
2: Well, here we are. Yeah. How's everybody doing? Good. So we're back for week two with special guest. Well, I think it's going to end up becoming a regular thing. Maybe.
1: I
0: don't know. We'll oh, see. You like
1: me here? Okay. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. So. I had a little extra something, something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm the salt to the caramel, salted caramel.
0: Oh, is that you what know? that is? It, oh. You know,
1: it's like a balance in the flavors.
2: Himalayan salt,
1: <laughs> salt bay. I'm your salt bay. <sighs> See, salt Bombay. You hear
2: that? Like that's the salt. Mm.
1: Matt hates both of us, Josh.
2: So last week we talked about your um, uh, how do, what we what would we call it awakening.
0: Oh, that's a good name for a church. Yeah, well, probably. (laughs) No? Probably. Um, Uh, I think her, I I called it her foray, foray. Whoa. Right? Foray into Pentecostal orthodoxy. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Right? Her deep dive into theology.
2: Well, what I appreciated about the conversation last week was the fact that you're still growing in your faith. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's really cool. And I think sometimes people don't hear that often like they'll hear from pastors like i was in a dark place but then jesus and it's always southern why is it always a southern baptist preacher i I don't know
1: i think you guys both told me afterwards that i was catching up to you too
2: no, no, he said that. Uh, no, Josh don't, said, I did don't, not say like that. I like No, no, I. But I think the thing is, again, like yeah, I'll reiterate. You, you said you you hit no. it in your early late twenties. What 20s. I <laughs> said was, pastors have a lot of luxuries that the average people don't. One
1: hundred percent. No, but I'm
2: talking off podcast. You can't (laughs) hold what I said (laughs) off. Oh, okay. (laughs) My apologies.
1: Those are the things we sweep under the rug. Don't you know that? That's what we do in ministry.
2: Okay. (laughs) Wow. Um, I'm kidding. You're not. Don't though, think you that's are. <laughs> that's um, what's
1: crazy. Well, <laughs> we'll so, talk about it later.
2: So I, I think what's pretty cool is a lot of what you're you're going through, a lot of what other people are going through. Like we had Birch Ber- on Sunday. Yeah, we did. And I and I looked around the room and I was like, man, everyone's at such a different stage uh, yeah. of their faith and life, and you know, what does that look like? Whether they have faith or not, or whether they're struggling with things or not uh, some people that are just like rock solid other people that are trying to figure stuff out and i just thought it's so cool that everybody can be in the same room and talk about things and not uh n- not interrupt into some fiery weird crazy conversation where somebody's screaming at somebody else
0: yeah well it, it's it's nice to have because i think the the great thing about the gospel is it allows for those who are new Mm. to explore and to grow and to ask questions, but also challenge those who are veterans. Right. And as a veteran, you know, if you want to call it that in ministry or as A a pastor or faith some of their questions lead you to think about stuff in different ways and different... And and so, you know, know, I know the Bible says iron sharpens iron. Why did you say it with a Southern accent? I'm just hanging out with Josh. I can't do an accent. (laughs) The Um, Bible says... But the the iron sharpens iron thing is is really cool, and it's cool to have a mix of people across the board who Mm -hmm. are, you know, all over the place. And then it's interesting to then have somebody... Who is on our podcast tonight? Who yes. is going through um, not a deconstruction of faith in like the the whole like church and evangelicalism and and God and all that are bad and I was sure. so hurt by the whatever, but but to have that person who grew up a certain way believing a bunch of certain things and then to have this revelation to her this mm-hmm. aha moment this new understanding and self-imposed as it were self, di- you know, self-diagnosed yeah. if you want to call it that, where it wasn't a pastor yep. pushing her. It wasn't, it wasn't a church going, Hey, you know, we need to walk through the book of Romans or yep. whatever. It was just this kind of self taught self, like, okay, God, you know, let's move forward in my relationship with you. What yep. does that look like? And so what's, what I find interesting, and we're going to dive into it a little bit deeper right now is what happens to somebody who grew up a certain way, believing a certain thing, and then literally yeah. kind of take a really hard right turn or yeah. left turn, whatever, you know, I'm not, I'm not a turnist. Okay. You can be which one you want. I don't <laughs> care. I don't don't, don't That's at me.
1: symbolism for my political stance. Yeah. I oh, don't whoa. Know, Is it? I don't know. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm not, but so, um, I highly recommend, first of all, if, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, yeah. um, you might want to go back and take a listen to it because if not, you're going to be kind of half confused of what yep. is going on right now. Sure. Um, it's kind of like coming into season two of of a Netflix series and not watching netf- the first season and going, what, what just happened? Sure. Um, so, Tegan, in your um, journey through theology and your um experiences recently my my question really is how has your shift in perspective changed how you operate who who you are as a person because i've seen i mean i could tell you what i see i don't want to color it so what what have you seen in your life already in a very brief i mean we're we're what 3 weeks into this like
1: it was kind of yeah, kind Give of like or take. a new year, a yeah. I was like, this year I'm gonna focus on Jesus. I'm not doing that whole. What's the word of the year? What's the revelation? What's the resolution? What's the Lord saying? He's saying, read your Bible. It's all about Jesus.
0: Uh, did she have an accent there? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, think she... I, 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 I thought
2: I was listening to like '90s <laughs> Christian rap all over. Yeah. What's the resolution? What's the revelation?
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. About.
1: Um, wow! Oh, wow! Yeah. Kay. here Here. Yeah.
0: Sweatsuit. <laughs> Sweatsuit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> DJ too. So,
1: uh, how is it? Yeah, infiltrated we just, in like just my life, basically. Is yeah, what like what? Saying?
0: Okay. What, what difference is Because yeah. last week you kind of talked about what what you've been doing the mm-hmm. the deconstructing component, the the listening and ex, um, and to call like it the a,
1: reconstructing. Okay,
0: reconstructing. Yeah. And you've kind of been re- watching these exposes mm-hmm. on. Um, evangelical preachers and yeah. kind of the the stuff that they say that doesn't necessarily always line up with the word of the Lord, and doesn't always line up with the Bible, and doesn't always, you know, or or it's um you know we've used the term over the years evangelastic yeah in oh, its yeah. in its um one hundo yeah inspirational those... uh,
2: expositional
0: right it's the,
1: it's the word of faith movement. Yeah.
0: Okay. So if you could pull back on enunciating every (laughs) word of faith. So just
1: walk us through,
0: walk us through kind of the change that you've seen in your life and and how has it changed your mindset, your, maybe your attitudes and your actions?
1: For me, the whole shift has been that I am not viewing my relationship with the Lord as like all of these things that I have to do to make him happy. Mm. And I have filtered so much of my Christian experience as, like, oh my goodness, okay, I like, today I talked badly about someone, or I don't know, like, just name something, all the things that we do because we're human. Yeah. And before it was like, oh, I'm not totally on point. I'm not 100% spiritual. I'm not exercising my faith in all these ways that all these great people do these things. Mm. And so, because of that, I'm a bad Christian and for me it's been the whole revelation of like i've been saved by grace through faith and mm. not by the works that i have done and so for Ephesians. me I'm, oh yes yeah, yeah. and <laughs> so i'm not that's yeah i'm not operating out of that need to prove myself to god to make him happy yeah. because he's already done the work I, it's not me
2: i i had this moment with our daughter um i most of our kids so Is it normal that I'm angry that they don't fear me? Is it normal? So, yeah, because, because (laughs) there's been twice this week, right? The way you just described your relationship with God, like, I'm good. Like, even if I mess up, like, I'm good. I know he'll love me still. Like, I didn't grow up in that. Like, I know my parents loved me, but I was, I was afraid. And my kids, like, something will happen. And, like, there was something major that happened with our oldest guy. And his sister was like, Mom and Dad aren't going to be mad at you. That's fine. And we came home, and I was like, yeah, I'm not mad at you. Like, I, yeah, okay, we'll get through this. And I kind of teased him about it. And then something else happened on the weekend, and our daughter was like, I knew he was going to be fine.
1: I mean it speaks to your parenting. Sh- I sure I understand the rage of them not being afraid because it feels like a disrespect.
0: I know where you're going with. This. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but right. right? But like
2: but the way that you just described it is the way my daughter talks about me. Right.
1: Yeah. But, so, but I
0: think there's a big difference though between fear and we talked about this yeah, last yeah, yeah. week. The the reverence. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Re- yeah. Reverence um, respect the, or rever- it's yeah. kind of this deep respect for someone or something, right? Yeah. It, Which is
1: there. And that's why we always say grace is not a credit card for your sin.
0: Yes. Right. So
1: it's not because, like I'm doing it just because I can. So
0: when I when I do sin, I don't fear that the Lord is going to smite me with his smitiness. Um <laughs> I <laughs> has smite me with his smitiness. Yeah.
1: Not like Ace Venture. Is that Jim Carrey or Chris Farley or something? Uh, it's funny it, anyways. it
0: could have been Simpsons, who knows? Oh yeah. Um <laughs> but there's a reverence uh, of of understanding that like I can also push this too far, and I think the same thing goes yeah. with my kids and your kids. Like my kids, they they know like if I'm kind of being angry or whatever, and they they can push it a little bit, but they know You're okay, so I can't I can't go past the reverence of my dad, like the the respect of my dad. I can push this where I'm, I don't fear he's going to you know murder me. But I also know that if I go too far, there could be repercussions yeah. for this. And I think we, we've we kind of grown up, like, I don't know what you want to call it, like Old Testament Pentecostalism, which is like, um, if I sin, therefore I die. Like, yeah. if I sin, he will smite me. Or if he hates I, me. Or he hates me. Or if I screw up, I'm going to hell in a handbasket, mm. like Poundsy's stampsies no erases kind of thing like i don't know what you're saying yes you do know what i'm saying oh, poundsies you
1: played cards you and didn't not play stampsies
0: no, erases, stamp- no. stampsies no erases no i was allowed that's to play with dumber. cards what okay you know what it's not me it's you okay um and so you have you have this thing where, where that's how we grow up we grew up yeah. with this because it's when your faith is based on that, it's a. It, 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 Paul talks about it all the time. It's a It's a faith of works, yeah. right? If I do this, he will like me yeah. or he will love me. If Jeez. I don't do yeah. this, then I shall feel his wrath. Yeah. And when you live your life that way, when you live your faith that way, it, it, it's like you're always looking over your shoulder, but, like as Tegan said, going, uh, oh, did I t- speak poorly about someone today? Did I... Did I sin? Cause Lord knows we all sin on yeah. a daily. So it's like, then every day you're like, Oh, I'm worthless. I'm crap. I'm yeah. this and that. And, and that is not a, a real fun picture of Jesus, love yeah. Christianity, faith. It's not true. It, it's yeah. none of it. Right. But, or however, yeah, no, it's a, but But a lot of us live our lives. <laughs> a it's bet. a big, but, um, I was waiting for <laughs> it, but it-
1: it's like what I said to you when I watched that video and they showed Ray Comfort. Oh, you know, I'm going back.
2: Uh, Ray Comfort. Ray Comfort.
1: And he goes through the list of the commandments with this guy on the street and says, have you done this? And he goes through and he's like, yes, yes, yes. I've done all these things. We all have. And that's why we need Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And he shows him the 10 commandments weren't there to keep you in line, but they're here now. Like They were, but they're here to show you, you can't achieve this on you your own yeah. because you've, You've messed it up twice already today, and it's only nine o'clock in well, the morning. And
0: and Hebrews talks about that, right? Where it's yeah. like all these people were great people of faith, and yet none of them yep. really got to where they were supposed to be because they're you know, and you can fill in the blanks because they're human, because mm-hmm. they have flawedness, yep. they're they're sinful, they're
1: but all of this is where like my eyes have opened because for me it's coming to the end of myself because I get here at this point in twenty twenty-three and I'm like, okay. I've been tithing 10%. I've been reading my Bible. I've been doing all these things that I feel like I'm supposed to do. And yet it's, I still feel empty. I still am looking at God and saying like, why haven't you done this for me? Why haven't you done that for me? And I'm looking at him like a genie or like some, Mm. you know, master that I have to follow all these things that he will do what I need him to do, but it's never going to work because I'll never be able to do enough to like make it good enough. Cause he's already done it for me. Right, and yeah. that was the switch for me is like, I'm doing all these things thinking that I'm getting God to like do what I want him to do. But that's so messed up and backwards. It's like you're
0: building yeah. up air miles points to yeah. cash in at some well, point. Like I, you're rubbing that lamp, hoping that eventually, it'll... and based
1: on things that are not even biblical right. or like that he's never even asked us to do. But because I've like yeah. been buying into this, this theology or this movement for all these years, you think that you have to. Sorry, Josh. No,
2: I I was just going to say, like, I I heard, I forget who it was, I think Matt Chandler or anyways, somebody like that. They were talking about the reason why so many people ended up leaving church that grew up in church was because of that narrative, right? Like if I do X, Y, Z, God will bless me. So yeah. you grow up in youth group like it like during our our times in the nineties of growing up. It, where, was,
1: the it was the nineties. It was the nineties.
2: <laughs> That's great. Shama hamala. Uh, <laughs> <Shemala humala. laughs> so you you do the youth group thing. They tell you like don't have sex before you're married. Don't do these things. Don't you know like because like if you just wait or you just you know go to this point of of, of whatever, God will bless you. Yeah. yeah. And then all those people got married. And marriage was like, this is kind of disappointing or sex is, it's awkward. I thought there'd be jelly beans coming out from under the bed (laughs) and Cupid is like singing, throwing his arrows at me while we're doing it. Like, like all the things that we had said, Oh, if I just did really well, like my kids would be perfect and I would have the perfect house and I would like, I would have no troubles. And then when people grew up and got to that point, and realized they went through some things. The attitude is very much like,
0: but you owe me. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or not even the, "O," but maybe the opposite. Well, why God? Like, why did you fail me?
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Like, and, and, you know, talk about the principle of tithing, like from a perspective when people give, not because, you know, because the new Testament that they talk about in Acts, that they gave everything that anybody ever needed and wanted. Right. Like, it was all everybody's, but like the principle of tithing for people, some people if they don't give just because they're they they're they are to give, yeah. and they give hoping to build up that spiritual bank yeah. line of credit to one day cash in, when they don't necessarily cash in maybe in a financial way, well especially in a financial way, but in other ways they they get. Angry, they get mad. They're like, "Well, God, I've been tithing for my whole life. How come?" But that—that's what I'm saying. Right. And, like, and then yet, God, you like, yeah, you owe me. But like, God's like, it's like that story we talked about where where you know somebody's on on a roof of a house in in a flood, yeah, and, and you know a boat comes by, and then this you know another thing comes by, and, another thing, and then a helicopter comes by, and it's like, hey, get on, get on, we'll save you. And the guy's like, no, 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 the Lord will the Lord will provide. And then the guy dies and gets <laughs> to heaven and God and. And God says, well, I I sent a boat, I I sent a helicopter, I sent all these people to save you and you didn't do it. That's the same thing It's It's I know God's going to bless me financially if I tithe and and God's like, no, but I blessed you this way and this way and this way and this Well, because it's,
1: it's a, it's an act based on your heart and your heart's condition, and how you view the money. So then even if you give, but you're giving with strings attached, I have to do this because then God will bless me. Your heart is still wrong because it's still about yourself even though you're sacrificing the finances, it's still because you think that there's strings attached. And if you do it, then you're going to be owed something.
2: Right. But it's, and, and, but that's the thing that is so crazy about the gospel. It's purely about your heart. Mm -hmm. And that's where people think like with, 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 with no strings attached, with no strings attached. But that's why people get so annoyed. Cause they're like, no, I gotta, I gotta earn it. Like, there's no way I just get it. There's nothing free. That's under crazy. The sun. There's yeah, always yeah. strings attached to it. And then, so people try to find all the strings. And like, instead of finding strings, they add the strings. Sure. Yeah. And then you're like, well, but no, like, it's really the simple. Like Jesus did it. He's offering it to you. Do you want it or not? End of story. Like yeah. you, you can't do anything to earn this thing. Uh, and then, but people are like no, but. But I got to earn it because otherwise, like, I feel lesser than for that. I don't to owe anybody anything. Yeah. Yeah, the
1: unbelieving, know. they can't wrap their head around it, and the people that believe want the strings because then it yeah. makes it worth it for them for what it, they've believed.
2: It, it proves <laughs> that they're good enough. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: And that's the crazy part is, like, <clears throat> if you just stop for a minute and you just think the God that put stars in the sky chose to do this whole thing... So that I could be reconnected back in relationship with him. And he's not asking me to do anything except just start having relationship with him. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: That's crazy. Like I I used to do this class, uh, you know, where it was like, what's the difference between the many world religions? And it was like uh, a mountain range and every mountain was a different religion. And at the top of each mountain is the god of of each religion. So, like people are like, well, it's all the same thing. You go up the same mountain. Actually, no, because every god has different characteristics. That, but like it all at the end of the mountain range, everything kind of looks the same, right? Like at the bottom, yeah. It's like every it's all mountains. They all kind of look the same, but once you start going up to the peak, they all kind they all start looking very different. Yeah the interesting part about the Christian gospel is that God never asks you to come up the mountain.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) He's like, nah, I'll come down to you.
1: Yeah.
0: And he walks all the way down and meets you exactly where you are. Yeah. And I think the interesting thing, like when we say it doesn't require anything or cost you anything, that, that that's, that's somewhat of a fallacy, right? Because, Jesus gives us love to us, and he came down to us, and it's all for free, and it's all this stuff. And then when we start to follow, when, yeah. when we, you know, the, the South Point vibe is love God, love people, love people, yeah. love God, love people. When you begin to love God, then you intrinsically become more like Jesus, whether you really want to or not, whether it, you realize yeah, yeah. it or not. And all those things that people sometimes think, oh, it's going to cost you this. It doesn't seem as costly when, when you're deep into it, when you're like, oh, I would rather get rid of that attitude. I'd rather get rid of that sin in my life. I'd ra-. So yes, it costs you, but it's because you're trying to become more like Jesus and it's it, all free and you're better for it but, anyways. But
2: the cost comes, it, it's, an, it's a cost because you're giving up something else, mm-hmm. right? It's like, look, like you get married to somebody, you're not, you, you give up the idea of going to the club and getting all up on people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you give that up because you're like, I'm dedicated to you and yeah. I want to be with you. So is one, like, it, yeah. yeah, you're giving up
0: something. Yeah, but you're not worse off for it.
2: You're not worse off for it yeah. at all. Because now you're in something stable where you can watch Although a series I, together. I
0: do miss the club.
2: Do you oh, miss yeah. the club? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> or like, one. you know, like, <laughs> like put it in any Honey, kind of release
1: food restaurant outside of EP Bible college, whatever it's called. It was not a club.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we went to the trasheteria once or twice. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, yeah, we did. Yeah. Don't Uh-oh. make fun
1: of me when I say this, but this week, my new found favorite, David Wilkerson. I don't know oh, if you guys yeah. have ever heard I, of him. I've before. heard of him. Oh, He's he a Pentecostal never... preacher. That's never heard of him a before. Uh, he said that the thing is, is that when you actually truly understand the gospel you want to become more holy yeah. and so that's why people they're not going that way because they be, think they're more important or that they're better off or they're more religious it's because the true, to, the true uh, sign of somebody who's understood and accepted the gospel yeah. is their desire to be more and more holy with time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and that spoke to me because I'm like, all these people who always think they're so much better. They like even just like different denominations. Like when I looked at like Lutherans and people like that, I'm like, or what? I don't know. Just name one. It's like, <laughs> geez, they're just so like stuck up on this theology, and they got no time for all these like signs and wonders and speaking in tongues and all these things that I thought that they were so like pompous. But now I have such a respect for them because yeah. this is another segue to part two of what's changed in my life is the like, understanding and the theology and the history of what the Bible actually yeah. says. And that has become like, I'm obsessed with it. like I can't get enough of it. I just want to know more and more. And I've discovered that the whole entire Bible is actually one big thing that points back to Jesus. Every story, you are not David and David and Goliath. It's all about God. It, it, all of it. Mm. Esther, Nate. Well, let me keep going. I can go on hey, forever. You, you, want right you want me to blow your mind right now? You want me to
2: blow your mind right now? Do uh-huh. you have your phone on you? Yeah. Look up John one fifty one.
1: Okay, I think I probably heard this from Chris Roseberg. Let's see. <laughs> Let's saying. see if you have. <laughs> okay, keep talking. John 1, 1 Oh, I can't. Just one second.
2: Everything points to Jesus. Huh. Yes. Literally everything.
1: I think I put this on my blog this week, Josh.
0: Did you? So, yeah. here, here, while well, taken
1: John. While one, Tegan's,
0: Okay, you don't Do have to say it out loud, honey. I'm
1: asking. John yeah, one.
0: So while taking looking that up and reading it, we talk about trying to follow Jesus and trying to become more like yeah holy yeah. For me, coming into the new year, and I won't I won't ex- say exactly what it is, but there new was year's resolution. No, it wasn't New <laughs> year's resolution. It was just something that's like that it was like that little prompting from the spirit of like Matt. You need to you need to sort through this. Yeah, and so it was like okay well i'll just start to to keep it on the forefront yeah. and not because it was a do and don't for me yeah. it was just that i wanted to become closer to god and 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 i felt like this might be a thing that was kind of just sort of pushing it away or True. sort of like ugh, you know like deal with it Matt. deal yeah. with it. and it, it's it's really come around in even in a short period of like 23 24 for 25 days where i've noticed that getting close and, and i guess the point was that I didn't do it by just trying to go cold turkey and say, I'm not going to yeah, yeah, do yeah, this yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah. I, I just decided that I'm going to go more intimate and more intense with Jesus. And that thing started to fade more and more away. Yeah. Right. And, and that kind of talks about the whole, but no, I'm not better than you that no, I'm dealing with this. But, but, but that's
2: the beauty of being in relationship with God and having his spirit teach you and guide you. You can, yeah. you, you don't have to do it all in one day.
0: He takes his time and like changes you're gonna you. are never going to get
1: there. There's no, no end.
0: No, there's no point. Okay, okay, you're both looking like at me, like you're preaching at me. No, no. no we're okay. Just, we're looking at you. You're both I'm very saying, passionate about your, your... We both
1: know you're already there, so I'm we're saying. looking to you for verification. No, okay. no, I'm, I'm saying. Anyway,
2: <laughs> I got to go pick up my wife, but yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, um, yeah, John 151, are you ready for this?
1: And he said to him, truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man.
2: What story in Genesis does somebody fall asleep and sees a dream? Jacob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? And
1: he wrestles with God or what? No, no. Oh. He
2: has a dream of <laughs> so angels have... <laughs> ascending and descending on a ladder.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's all that happens Jesus over and over Jesus is here. the ladder.
2: He is the connecting point between <laughs> heaven and earth. Come on, somebody. Is that the same one, though, that
1: got his hip out of joint there? Yeah, yeah. And he walked with a limp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he's ha- he has a dream. Different one, yeah. He can't
2: understand the dream. Well, let me tell you, the dream gets interpreted in John 1, 51, and it's about Jesus, and he's the
0: ladder. Come on. You know what, guys?
1: And they, Yeah, it's, it's like that all throughout the Bible.
0: I have exactly. a dream. And my Joseph. dream is... A- Bye! Bye!